with five seconds. He's going to throw it. Howard leads. He has it. Touchdown, Carolina. Back from the dead to tie the game with two seconds to go. Snap back, spot down. The kick is cleanly away. It is good. And it's Warner <laughs> with yes, a 54-yard field goal. And how about them Tar Heels? They do it. Here's Kupak. Gives off to Amos. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Jordan back to kick. It's blocked again. Picked up. It'll be a touchdown, Carolina, for Bracey Walker. He blocks his second punt and scores his second touchdown of the season. It's 14 to 13. Mr. Jordan meet Mr. Walker. Bernard fields it at the 26. Heading to the far side. Gio at the 35. Gio, he's at the 50. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Gio, he's going to take it for a touchdown. This is the Heel Tough Blog Podcast on Spreaker.com. Welcome in to this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. I'm Anthony Pagnotta. With the hiring of Mac Brown on Monday, one of the crucial points for Mac Brown in his second tenure in Chapel Hill will be to lock down the state of North Carolina in recruiting. One of the biggest cities is Charlotte. And so, we have to sit down and talk to Langston Wirtz Jr. of the Charlotte Observer to see what he thinks about the hire and whether or not it will have an impact right here in the Charlotte area amongst recruits. So, um, yeah, no, I I guess we'll start, you know, Mac Brown coming back into the area, and it's created a little bit of buzz, um, especially (laughs) here in the Charlotte area. Um, When you look at the hire, you know, what is your honest opinion about him coming back? Do you think the age is maybe a big concern? Yeah, the age definitely has to be a concern. I mean, he's 67 years old, and it's a young man's game. Uh, You know, football's changed a lot since Mac was in Texas. And, you know, the last couple of years he was having trouble figuring out, do I run a pro-style offense, do I run a spread offense? And and football's changed a good bit even since then. Um, You know, but I think – the the thought of Mac Brown coming back certainly brings good feelings to Carolina alumni. It probably brings good feelings to, to many of the high school football coaches, many of whom are still around that were there when Mac was there. I remember going to the Shrine Bowl and Mac would come and he was a big celebrity. He was the biggest celebrity. Everybody loved Mac Brown. I mean, he was the ultimate backslapper, the ultimate handshaker. Everybody loved him, and his teams were winning. And there's no reason why he can't still be that ultimate back slapper, handshaker guy like he was before, but this time he's going to need some young coordinators to really handle the bulk of the recruiting and to really handle the play calling and he is, and I don't want to say figurehead but he's more of a administrator, uh, somebody who hands out responsibilities and, and maybe makes the final call on things but he's going to need some, some really good coordinators and if he gets that, you know who's to say he can't coach until he's 75 years old and, and, and that way he can the, the biggest question, if I'm a, if I'm recruiting, Matt comes to my living room, how am I guaranteed, Coach, that you're going to be there when my son graduates? And, you know, barring, you know, any health issues, I mean, that's the answer. Is that I have young guys that are going to keep me energized and take some of the day-to-day responsibilities from me that would drain me, and I'm going to be here. And I think so long as he can tell the next two or three recruiting classes that he can rebuild Carolina's program and then hand it off to the next person. But I think Carolina definitely needs to get that guy in waiting. 
uh, so they don't have to go through another transitional period. But but Carolina Mac Brown's a great hire. I really believe. Yeah, so, I mean, you talked about it, you know, the buzz around the Shrine Bowl really in the past few years with him being there. You know, why do you think that is, that he sort of stands out like that? Is it just his personality or maybe yeah, the focus uh, that he had on the state while he was coaching back at Carolina I mean, in the 90s? I mean, right now, state North Carolina State owns the state recruiting. At one point of the top 50 recruits they must have had like 25 of them or something I mean, it was mm-hmm. some ridiculous number and Carolina had like two uh, I remember looking at that early this year and when Mac was there it was actually the reverse I mean he owned North Carolina he shut the door in North Carolina he stopped allowing recruits to leave and now you still seeing the top recruits Sam Howell quarterback of Sun Valley leaving uh, there's a defensive back at Huff leaving there's always guys leaving and when Mac was here you didn't see that as much and I like basketball where you can get two or three guys from, you know, California, New York, and Texas and, and win the national championship. You need to really run your state in football. And Mac ran his state in football. And like I said, you know, he was really good about getting out and meeting all the, college, the high school coaches. He made it a point to get to know all the high school coaches. He was the most popular coach in the state. And I still think that those good feelings survive. Um, I was talking to a, a top recruit in charlotte yesterday about mac brown he didn't know who he was and i said you know you didn't see him on television he said no and i think that's going to be the biggest thing while mom and dad might remember mac brown the kids may not know mac brown so that's why he needs that younger guy that name guy to kind of get in the living room to help him but once once mac goes into your living room and starts talking to you and starts giving you the stories and the all shucks manner that he has he just has that 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 kind of almost perfect personality for a college coach he's relatable um He's a uh, he's a storyteller. He's incredibly football intelligent. I mean, I, I think those things are, are everlasting, and he's always had them in abundance, which is why he's done so well as a football coach. And if Carolina can squeeze three, four years out of him, I think they can turn their program around. There's no reason why North Carolina can't be a top twenty-five program year in year out. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it, and you cover the Charlotte area. You know, do you think that? He will be able to potentially get that 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 footprint quick enough in the 2019 class, or do you think that right now, you know, he's kind of got to scramble to find some of those guys from somewhere else? Uh, it's going to be tough in 2019 because a lot of those guys are committed. But you know, he may flip a few. I mean, I, I've heard rumors of him being in some living rooms already uh, this coming weekend. So. First sign of day is coming up on the uh, 14th of December, I believe. I mean, he may flip a few, but I definitely think uh, next, by February, by the second sign of date, they can probably definitely get in on some people. He's going to have to flip some people to get, get them to come to Carolina because they definitely have to to get on the, the recruiting trail. But they got, I think, 19 stars or something coming back next year. So that's set up to be strong next year, no matter who the coach is. So I think, you know, he's in a really good spot to to make a quick splash if he gets the right coordinator and get that thing turned around really quickly and, and then they'll some of these top recruits. The, the biggest difference between Mac Brown coming here now and Mac Brown being here in the 90s in North, North Carolina football is eons better than it used to be. So if you dominate the state of North Carolina now, you can be a lot better than you were then. And then he was top 10 in the country last year. Yeah, last question I'll ask you, and, uh, you know, it really just focuses on that staff that you talked about putting together. You know, if he is able to hire one of those coordinators that is young, you know, is that a selling point that you can really get across to kids is that, hey, look, you know, I might be a little bit older, but this guy right here that, you know, may whoever that may be is the coach in waiting. Do you think that kids will really buy into that and and really go for that pitch, or do you think that they'll – look at some of the other schools as maybe a safer option with guys already established. 
No, I think I think as long as that's clearly communicated and, and it's backed up by you know Bubba Cunningham and the folks up in Chapel Hill, yeah, I think that can be a, a positive. And I think it's something they're really going to have to to think about doing is having the guy in waiting, you know, simply because Coach is sixty seven years old. Um, and you know, if I'm a freshman going in there, it'll be sixty eight when I get there. So yeah. I think that's definitely uh, something they, they should think about doing. And do I think that strategy would work? Yes, I do. I, I think that to, to satisfy the alumni base right now, Mac Brown's a perfect hire. And I think because they, they did hire an older coach, they need to hire a young coordinator. And in my opinion, kind of say, this is our guy, you know, when Mac decides to step down. All right, that's Langston Wirtz, Jr. of the Charlotte Observer right here. Uh, he does a great job covering high school football, and he's kind of got a little bit of insight uh, for us on the Mac Brown hire. Thanks for joining us, Langston, and I uh, wish you the best and look forward to talking to you maybe down the road about some of these guys potentially coming to Carolina. No problem, man, anytime. All righty. All right, so Langston Wirtz, Jr. from the Charlotte Observer, giving you a little perspective on one of the key cities that Mack Brown will have to lock down in his time as the head coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Of course, Mack Brown signed on with the Tar Heels for five years, $3.5 million a year earlier this past week on Monday. So, um, guys, it should be an exciting time in Keenan Stadium coming up with Mack Brown back. And one of the key things that he talked about in his press conference is locking down the state of North Carolina. We'll see just how he is able to do that over the next couple of years. As always, want to thank you for listening to this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn.com, or the TuneIn app. Thank you guys for listening, and as always, go Tar Heels! Oh,